I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you guys about the top mistakes people make when launching a Facebook ad campaign. And this episode is inspired by my friend Lindsay Padilla is here. Um, She's been staying at my house all week because my husband is gone in Toronto getting um, check certified, which is a health certification. Won't get into it, but pretty cool. Um, So she's been staying with me and she is running a launch right now and actually they are doing their own ads because of budget reasons she's launching a beta course that she has never launched before so they want to just do like a testing basis and I think she secretly knew she was going to be at my house and could get my help um, and coursed me with some wine into helping her at night (laughs) with her ads and so I'm inspired to do that I was inspired to do this episode about like top mistakes people make when launching a new campaign whether that is you're doing your own ads or an agency is doing them or somebody is doing them. These are common mistakes that I see when a client comes to me and says like, hey, our ads aren't doing well. Can you go and look inside of our ads manager to make sure that you guys can help me if you take over my ads? And when I go in, I consistently see the following things. So here are the top mistakes. The first one, like by far, being that people don't do enough testing. And so in this case, what happened, I'll just use Lindsay's you know, example is I went into her ad account and I was like, well, what's your budget? And she said $5,000 for her whole launch and that she could spend like, so just to give you background, she's doing a challenge and then a webinar. It's a challenge kind of PLF style. There's videos in the challenge and then a webinar and then opening the doors to her course. So the majority of that budget should be spent getting registrations to her challenge because that's like what kicks the launch off. We want people to participate in that. So Roughly, like if if you were our client, we would do a campaign planner that would ba- basically break out every possible piece of the launch and how much budget's being spent. But let's just say four thousand of the five thousand dollars we can spend as long as it's converting on this initial challenge. And so when I went in, what had happened was they only had like ten ad sets in these campaigns, and they were starting them at like twenty dollars a day, which isn't bad to start things at twenty dollars a day. But when I saw that they only had 10 ad sets, I, I immediately was like, there's not enough testing going on here. You have no idea how this challenge is going to convert. You have no idea like what audiences, images, creative, any of those things. You don't know how it's going to convert. And so that's like probably the biggest mistake people make is they start out really small and then that gets really hard to scale because Lindsay has a seven day window that she can promote this challenge because then it starts, the challenge starts, right? And you don't want to promote it two weeks out because people forget. So typically with live things like that, you have about seven days to promote it. So if you start small, it's really, really hard to scale. So to start, 
my recommendation is that you do in an ideal world, here's what you would do. You'd spend the first couple of days, like let's say you want to run it for a seven-day window. You'd actually have a nine-day window and you'd spend those first two days just testing creative. And you would get maybe five to six different versions of creative, meaning a couple different versions of copy paired with different three different images and kind of paired differently with different headlines. And then you'd run those ads and you'd pick a big audience. Let's say you're in the online coaching space and you want to target Marie Forleo. That's a huge audience, right? So you target all these creative versions to Marie Forleo's audience starting at $5 a day because you don't really care. Like they might get some, you you care, they're going to get some leads, but it's not like this is going to be our campaign. This is purely testing creative to start. Okay, so then you would test the creative and out of those, and it's important that you run it to the same audience because we're trying to like eliminate our factors here. If you run into a bunch of different audiences and the creatives all spread out, it's like, was it the audience or was it the creative? You run the same creative to, to this, no, you run all the different creative to the same audience. And then from there you choose like, let's say top three creative winners because you've tested what headlines, what images, what copy, what does better. You've narrowed that down. Then you take those top three creative winners and that's where you run your actual campaign and you say, okay, now we have our seven day window and now it's time to audience test like crazy. And so in this case, when I went into Lindsay's, I was like, look at all these lookalike audiences that are not being used. I know you've run ads and you have a lookalike of your list, a lookalike of your video views, a lookalike of your web traffic, your page engagement, and you're not running traffic to any of those because you've started with a higher budget per ad set and less overall ad sets which is what you don't want to necessarily do, especially with a new launch and like something new and you don't know how it converted. So she convinced me to help her. (laughs) Um, I owe her. She's here helping me with my kids this week. But she, um, we added in about 15 ad sets. Um, We started them all at $10 a day instead. And we went through and we made a list of like top lookalike audiences. We did some audience insights and found some more interest audiences. And because she had already been running her ads for a couple of days, I already saw a winning creative version, which was a video of hers. And I said, we're just going to take that video and run it to all these these audiences. And that's what we did. And then right away, like she was paying 8 to $15 a lead. We were getting two $3 leads in the first day. So then I took that and I said, okay, these are our audiences that are doing well so that we can scale faster. We're going to take your second creative winner and we're going to send it to all those audiences and we're going to scale. And so bottom line here, like the number one thing that people mess up when they launch a new campaign is they don't test enough things and they start out and I see this so much clients go in and I actually get excited by it when a new client comes and they're like can you help us please look at my ads manager and I'm like yeah we can really help you because there's only 10 ad sets in here I mean we honestly have clients who have had like 150 ad sets between testing because when something when you launch a new campaign, you have basically three factors that are that matter in the success of the campaign. You have the messaging and the creative of the actual ads. You have the targeting and then you have the offer itself. And the offer itself is like the last thing we want to take off the table that's saying like it's not going to work. Sometimes that does happen. You have a crappy opt-in or your webinar title sucks. People don't want it and we have to alter that. But what you have to do first is say, let's choose all the angles that we could creatively go at this with our ad copy and our images and our headlines and like really hit emotional pain points. 
and let's say all the possible audiences and send those to all the creative. And if once we do that and we truly exhaust every possible, you know, combination of audiences and creative and messaging, and it's still not converting, we have to go to the messaging of the actual offer. But until you do that, and literally it will be like 150 ad sets until you do that. I mean, it'll be multiple versions of copy. This has happened and this is exactly what you have to do with ads because you're not going to set up an ad 75% or more of the time if you set up an ad to a couple of ad sets and a couple of audience options with like a couple of creative versions, it's not going to do well and you're going to have this very slow momentum. And so when you run ads, you have to have this massive sense of urgency and push things out there and test, test, test until you find the winners and then you scale. And especially when you have a seven day window or a short window because you're doing a long, like a short, you know, campaign. Here's a couple of other mistakes that people make that are a little bit more technical um, that we look out for, that I look out for. So one of the things I saw in her um, account was that she had all of the placements selected as automatic, which basically means I'm going to let Facebook optimize it for me. And it means your ads are going to be shown to like desktop right column, audience network, which is like Facebook game apps. Instagram combined with Facebook, um, Messenger, like all in there together. And I, our personal belief is to not do that because it, Facebook thinks I'm going to get cheap clicks on audience network or the right hand column. Like they will show my ad there, but it doesn't mean I want those clicks. Like my, my client, Lindsay's client is not on video games for Facebook apps. So automatically breaking it down and we really just do like newsfeed separated from Instagram and like those are our core ones um separating those out just saves like budget and time so you're not wasting money and time sending ads to basically um places where you don't want to show your ads because you don't have money and time to waste when you're launching a new campaign the other mistake that people make is when you without getting too technical but this is very important when you're creating an ad Every time you create a new ad set in Facebook, you basically create like a post. So it doesn't show up on your page, but it has its own post ID. And you'll see when you go like, let's say you get a comment on that ad and you click on it, it has a URL and it has a post ID that's attached to it. So what you do instead of like, let's say you have 20 ad sets. If you were to create 20 ad sets, each one has a different ad inside of it, then you're gonna have 20 ads. If one person comments on one of those ads, it's gonna go on one ad, right? And then if another person comments on another, it'll go on another. So it's really hard to build the social proof when you do that. And Facebook is favoring, like by far, not only Facebook, but people favor ads with comments and likes. Like think about it subconsciously, when you see an ad in your feed, I want you to notice this. Like if you see an ad that has two likes, what are you gonna pay more attention to? That ad or an ad that has like 200 likes and 10 shares and you see that? You're definitely gonna pay more attention to the one with more social proof. So what you do is you create those what we call the original ads. Those are your original creative versions. Then you take that post ID which you can pull inside of Ads Manager. You can either pull inside of Ads Manager by going to the, the selection that says page post or if you just open up the ad like as a permalink on Facebook, whether it's clicking from your notifications because you got a comment or whatever, that numbers at the end of the URL, that's your post ID. And then when you go to create the ad, you can use an existing post ID. And what that does is if you have 20 ad sets, instead of having 20 ads, you have 20 ad sets 
different audiences going to the same ad so all the comments likes and shares build up together and that will really help like the algorithm and people just like taking your ads seriously because you like trust me I even notice and I probably notice more but whenever I see an ad with hardly any social proof I'm like ah inexperienced like they're not a big business or whatever because they just started this ad and you know and I can instantly see like if an influencer does a new ad I know it's a new ad because I can see that there's barely any social proof but that's not there for long anyone who knows what they're doing with ads will do this trick so those are like easy things that you can do that make a really big difference so just to recap here the biggest mistake people make when launching a new campaign is not testing enough and not testing. Remember, we have three categories. We test creative, audiences, and then the offer itself. And hopefully if you're launching something live, you've already decided like the offer is good. I mean, in Lindsay's case, she didn't, which is why she didn't hire my team. But I will tell you, she's sitting here going, I so should have hired your team. I'm losing money not doing this, but I helped her. So she's good. Um, so you have those three things that you're testing and you can't test like four or five audiences and then say, oh, like my ads aren't working. Like there's so many options, lookalike audiences. And if you don't have a lot of data, then interest audiences. And as soon as you start getting pixel data, lookalike audiences, creative. So test, test, test and like ex exhaust all your options for testing before you decide something doesn't work. And then the placement is huge because you don't have money to waste. You don't want to waste money and you don't want to show your ads to places where you shouldn't be putting your ads. And then the social proof, like those are huge for getting momentum, initial momentum when you launch a campaign and getting it to scale faster. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. If you are launching a new campaign, you're launching a, you have a launch, whether it's live or evergreen, like all of these things apply. They're especially important for live campaigns because every second is crucial in a live campaign. And if you would like support with your Facebook ads, your launch, you want a campaign planner, you just want to pass this over because you're like, this is way over my head, go to helpmystrategy.com and book a call with the Hirsch team. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.